0: This is this is in the Black podcast. In you know the Black, bro. <laughs> and it's now one of the best this podcasts
1: I ever heard though. Man, so <laughs> mm. check this out. You know that normally uh our brother Elgin is Oh shit. He is no Elgin is known as the official troublemaker of the In the Black podcast. Most that's of the side a messages title. that that's fair I, a title. I Most of the side or messages that, that I get. <laughs> that's, that's accurate, my friend. That's very accurate. <laughs> <A> <laughs> most mis- of the a side friend. messages that I get come from come from a place of a love-hate relationship with Elgin to give him the business or to so tell passionate. me it's how aggressive passionate. this dude is in our recordings because, you know, he's always <laughs> <So> <laughs> Elgin residency. doesn't bite Elgin yeah. doesn't bite his tongue There's so much passion but, out there for you, man There's I know, passion. so much, so much So much passion should have what deeply do, questioned bringing you on this show after you know you know you know. I mean, about to have the Bachelor on here. Yeah, so much passion out there for my brother, man. About to line them up. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. I, I will say, earlier this week, man, our brother attended a meeting um, in his yes, hometown yes, of Coatesville yes, where he was able to speak truth to power, and it reminded me of why I love this man right here, why I call him my brother. He spoke truth to power and it was very riveting, very powerful. And I know it came from not just a rational place, but an emotional place. It wasn't just ad hominem attacks. It was something that was thought out. And I know that I've had other people that have watched that video, cause I shared it on my social media, reach out to me and be like, I felt that. Literally, people were hitting me up and saying, "I felt that in my spirit." So, I wanted to take this opportunity to say something nice about him, at least for once, because you know it ain't going to happen for us. The-
2: salute to you, you the- sir.
3: Salute to you. <laughs> salute to you, sir. I appreciate that, crush.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank quickly, you, though, man, I appreciate quickly, man. Quickly, man. Tell us what happened. Tell yeah, what happened, yeah. Please. Happened, the
2: that that the atmosphere. On. Everything. Yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the
3: vibe? Well, we have a one mega black church here in Coatesville, uh, and the pastor of that particular mega church is also the state representative, uh, who has a very friendly relationship with the local law enforcement, uh, from the police chief to the district attorney. Hmm. So he decided to hold a community forum. Uh, it was called Community Partnering Police Panel. But the problem was that the whole panel was all law enforcement officials. Uh, You had all, you had literally five local police chiefs and the Chester County District Attorney on the panel and everybody else was in the audience. Uh, I had reached out to him probably last week when I first heard about this, expressing my frustration with the way the panel was set up. Uh, I felt like it should not have been the law enforcement on the panel, it should have been us on the panel or some other setup. I felt like it was disingenuous. I thought it was very uh, pro-police propaganda was, you know, it was just a really eerie, unfair setting. The fact that it was held in a church uh, was a strike also. So what I did was I got up there and I addressed that component first directly because I felt like he ignored my messages Uh, I addressed the fact that I felt like it was unfair, that it could have been done differently. Then I spoke about my brother, Chad, who was murdered by a member of the Coastal Police Department. And then I went on to address uh, the police chiefs directly, speaking to them, telling them essentially that the reason why there's a disconnect between the black community and police is because of the origins of police. Uh, And there can be no form of reconciliation until law enforcement at least attempted some sort of recompense or repentance of their sins of white supremacy. So uh, after that, you know, I walked away from the mic man and sat down for a few minutes. They continued the the, the circus is what I call it now. And uh, I got frustrated and I left because there was nothing taking place that was the the key piece. And I ended with this. The sad part about it is that black was never mentioned throughout this whole panel. Uh, And I felt like that was completely disrespectful to not only myself, but my ancestors and to my community. So that's what happened, man. I know that
1: a lot of people have been reaching out to you, telling you what an awesome job you did. And I know you're getting, I mean, I don't use this word flippantly either. I know you're getting some notoriety from it, but I think if anyone can handle it, it would be you simply for the fact that I know that you're not doing it for notoriety's sake. You're not doing it for the purposes of being viral or going viral. I know that you're seeking justice and specifically seeking justice for your brother. So I want to just salute you one more time, man. Couldn't have been prouder to have you be part of our family, man. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate it, man. Definitely. No No doubt. No doubt. doubt.
3: Now
0: on
1: Shut up. (laughs) Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again. It is the incredible In the Black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men who know that black men are incredible. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I could never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of the locks. Crush, say what's up. What's good, everybody? L Boogie, say what's up,
3: man. That was good, brother, what's good? That's good, especially about <laughs> the Jadakiss murder fab.
1: Dude, don't get me stuck. Man. Fabulous has Boy. to be the most consistently inconsistent motherfucker ever.
3: <laughs> A drunk Jadakiss, by the Dog. way. Dog.
1: I'm mad that he came in there looking like Anna Banana, though, but other than that, he did his Yo, thing. Yo, my man was fully relaxed. Yeah, he, was. No. he was relaxed. He was. He had some. He, he had was some not bothered any. at all, man. He was no. not agitated at all whatsoever. He had some sips, and he was smoking something. You know it. He was too relaxed when he came in. Man, he was what not. He was. He was in Cayman. Came in. He wasn't here. He wasn't there. <laughs> let me let me get back to the <laughs> okay.
3: and if My you bad, want I'm sorry. I'm sorry. if
1: you love content like this please make sure to follow us on social media at in the black P-D-C-S-T, on facebook twitter and on instagram and if you're checking us out on youtube make sure you smash that thumbs up button and subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next video uh but before we get into the show l boogie please tell these good folks how they can become part of the family
3: hey man we really would love for you guys to become uh continued and bigger supporter besides listeners to what we're doing over here at In The Black. So you can go ahead over to intheblackpodcast.com In the right hand corner you can click the become a member of the family tab. Over there, sincerely, we're asking for you guys to either give us a one time donation, become a member of our Patreon, something along those lines to contribute to us financially as we continue to build. You've noticed that we've improved things drastically. and We're moving into a great direction. Bigger guests, bigger topics, and we need your support and continue to do that. We appreciate y'all. No doubt.
1: And a quick shout out to our partners over at podfaves.com. Do you love podcasts, but find it hard to find the next bingeable show? Podfaves takes out the guesswork by easily identifying the best podcasts out there so that you can spend less time searching and more time listening. That's podfaves.com, P-O-D-F-A-V-S.com. Now, this week's Black Box letter actually comes from Josephine, who sent us a message on Instagram. Josephine writes, it's interesting to see how this current movement is pushing politicians and major corporations to change. Looks like they may even force the Washington Redskins to change their name. Do you think it will happen? Now, uh, recently... A group of investment uh, firms and shareholders worth about $620 billion mm-hmm, wrote a letter and signed it, sending it to both to Nike, FedEx, Pepsi, basically to terminate their relationship with the Washington Redskins unless the team agrees to change its name. And this is according to multiple sources as of Wednesday. Now the report says there are three separate letters that have been signed by 87 investment firms and the shareholders there. So, um, anyone anyone that knows the history of the Redskins, talk less of knows the history of the name, knows that this argument that has come up has not been one or is not one that just sprung up out of nowhere. It didn't come up recently. I was listening to Michael Wilbon earlier, today earlier this morning and he was talking about how him and tony kornheiser have been writing columns about the changing the name of the washington team for at least the past 40 plus years so this is nothing brand new no um there are many reasons or people are giving many reasons why the name should be changed people are also giving many reasons why the name should stay the same but I'm gonna kick it to you guys what do you guys think after hearing about this this news well I mean being a a native
2: you know DMV resident um you know uh, the, Red, the Washington Redskins' name and brand is something I've grown up with all my life um I was I was immediately aware of uh you know, even the strangeness of the name when I was a child, you know, it's like Redskin. Where'd they get that from? Mm-hmm. And my dad immediately looked at me in my face and was like, Where do you think? <laughs> my little young ass, I was like, Really? You know, it, but it didn't register. And over the years, I began hearing the arguments and stuff. And I, I've always thought they should change the name. You know, I mean, I you know, there are people in my family that can, that, that would be offended by that name. You know, so yeah, this is not nothing new, and the the scale—I mean, the level that this is going to—I mean, you know, going straight to the check writers, you know, sounds pretty bold. But you know, I mean, I mean, you know, a letter from a bunch of check writers, you know, about another check writer, you know, I'm not—you know—I'll see how that other check writer responds. But you know, sometimes, you know, people can put up a show of force you know be all bite you know be all bark but no bite i don't know mm, i'm I'm I'm, I see you. I'm I'm i mean that's a that's some pretty heavy uh uh, uh lobbying against an individual and a brand and, and even the uh press around it or generated around it would be uh it's going to sound shocking it, it is pretty shocking to me to hear um so I, I could say i mean if they're hitting them if they're hitting them from the money angle like this um, there is a possibility this could change. I mean, if they, if they fuck the man's money that tough, he's going to be okay, okay, whatever. You know, he'll just buckle. Because, you yeah. know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about the money. Mm-hmm. And if they fuck, you know, I mean, I, but yeah, this is not old. This is not nothing new. It's tough new. Go ahead, Al.
3: Oh, uh, fuck Daniel Snyder.
2: <laughs> yeah, that too. That too, that too. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry to forget that he's Central Point. I'm sorry. I, I, I've, I've been. I've been real I'm tired. It's been long
3: day, crush, brother. I got you. I'm bro. sorry. I'm sorry. Light skins unite. No, uh, thank you. Honestly, man, I, I'm up in the air whether or not this is going to uh, whether it's going to change or not. Uh, I don't think that the investors per se have the ability to put. That the needed pressure on him, yeah, to change this because this is not like Daniel Snyder is broke. Uh, he has money, uh, but I think what is going to do in the current climate, the current racial climate, uh, unfortunately sparked by the death of our brother George Floyd and the horrendous, evil murder of Breonna Taylor, who's murderers still have not been arrested till this day yeah. uh, those issues, those incidents of evil are, has created this racial climate, has, well it hasn't created the racial climate, it has made the racial climate more intense, it's highlighted, Has made that shit more hot out here on the street for white folks, so white folks are finding them in positions of doing things that frankly has been going contrary to their nature for 400 fucking years. This is new to see them to decide to change brands, to put statements out on items and, you know, give us symbolic solidarity currently. That's not the way in any way to diminish those things because there is some sort of hope for many in that symbolism, I will acknowledge that. I don't think this is gonna change. I think it should have changed years ago. But here's where I am concerned. If you look overall at most of sports mascot names at their origins behind them, you gonna have to change a whole lot of motherfucking names. Okay? You gonna have to run down to Kansas City or go up to Kansas City, change the Chiefs. You're gonna have to go through all college football, college sports in Mm -hmm. general. yeah and yeah. begin to change those names and look at the origins of these names the celtics i mean there's there's so many different directions that you have to go with this man uh but i think the problem here is that i've always felt like there's a problem there's a large contingency of indigenous and native american people who have been in support of the washington redskins name staying the way it is and i see sean Wobbling in his uh his curly fro. Oh, you know, in this he's, he's right though. Uh, You're right. There, I don't am strangely I enough. enough
2: component?
1: No, I don't know if that's. I don't know necessarily if that's 100 accurate. And this is why I say that. <clears throat> oh, this is gonna be good. <clears throat> let's 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 take a step back. We're going to actually talk about the economics of it all. And I'll start by saying that that name. For me, for as long as I can remember, because I've been a native of the DMV, the District Metro, yeah, uh, the District our, yeah, Maryland yeah, Virginia yeah, area. Yeah, for shut the hell up for <laughs> for, for 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 forever. Yeah, okay, yeah. growing up in this area for forever, as sure. far as I can remember, and since I've known the name of the team, sure. I've had a certain feeling about the team. That name is indefensible
3: period point but Agreed. at least for me no one disagrees okay? with that on no, this no. panel We no, all agree. on
1: this on this t- okay on this, on this hands band. down I just, hands I just make sure I, absolutely hands agree. Down. the name is trash yeah. yes okay now i do not i'm not 100 certain that the name will be changed and this is why those investors are one thing they're worth 620 billion dollars these companies that they're they're lobbying to help push this name change are not the majority of the money that comes to the Washington Redskins, which hmm. is part of the problem. The majority of the come money from? comes from go. TV contracting. So now that you're go. there, they could, he could honestly continue this business of his with the name and say forgo Nike, FedEx, PepsiCo their investments. Even though that is, and I don't want to diminish it because that's a lot of money. Hundreds of no, millions no, no, no. We of dollars.
3: We, agree. we absolutely agree.
1: But at the same time, he could feasibly negate all of those companies, still rely on the contract, the t- television contract still revenue, and still be rich as fuck. So yep. that's one of the reasons, first and foremost, why I'm not 100% certain where the needle is gonna move on this. Sure. Um, we are now also seeing, though, politicians as flaky, and as weak need, and weak-spined as they may be, now start to talk as well. Miriam Bowser, who's the mayor of Washington, D.C., yes. last year was presented with the same question. question. And, and she avoided it like it was the yes. plague. She dodged that shit like Neo in The Matrix. She didn't want to have that. no parts of it. Now she's been posed with the same Ooh. question, and she said that There is no way that the Washington team is going to move back to RFK or move to the new stadium unless they change Change the name. Because the new stadium is supposed to be, they're supposed to be going back into the district. Right now, they're currently in Landover, Maryland. And there's money. Money. Money's in the district. Money is in the the district. district. They know what comes Mm -hmm. with being in D.C. Money. Okay. So... I see that the pendulum is moving, part of it is because of sentiment and public outrage, but sure. what's going to ultimately move it is going, to be, is going to be the dollars. Now, how well those two things align is where the question becomes, and does Daniel Snyder have the stomach to forgo hundreds of millions of dollars for the sake of his pride? That's, that's one of the bigger questions. White Daniel Snyder strong, in right. 2013 did start talking about... Uh, Acknowledging that. Acknowledging in 2013 that he said, I would never, never change, change the, name the name of the Washington Redskins. He was adamant. Very adamant. It's part of the heritage of the city and city. Blah, 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 blah. All these other things. Yeah. He went as far as to then do this study. And this goes back to what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. He then... Uh, spent money to do a study questioning whether or not there are native americans that felt wronged by this term mm-hmm. because history has also shown that there are many others there are many schools and tribes and stuff well not tribes but schools uh mm-hmm. teams and things of that nature that also share in this name since 2013 or 2014 when that th- study was first started by daniel snyder and the washington redskins so i want you to keep that in mind first sure it has since come out by other independent uh statisticians and sociologists oh, that and similar okay okay that said that the study that they did and the methodology that they used was erroneous first-year statisticians sure. and sociologists know better than to do what daniel snyder and those people did to to get the numbers that they got. So it's not like you necessarily asked direct tribes what they thought.
3: Hmm. He
1: might have asked some tribal members that he paid them money. He gave money to the tribes up front and then asked some of these questions. And then there was an outset of people that he asked that weren't necessarily native americans it was my dad's cousin's uncle's friend is a native american and got he one said one eighth
3: blood of a native American. he
1: said that it wasn't he's not
3: offended by it he just got real good waves his name is tony exactly yeah. and just his mm-hmm. exactly. skin is a little bronze yeah that's that's me go ahead <laughs> so i on i want to put that up. forward go because
1: ahead. we're looking at this and we, i want to look at it in its totality because living in the dmv it being chocolate city it boggles my mind that there are so many black people that are comfortable with this term you'll see people that fight tooth and nail about why your opinion that the name should be changed is ridiculous because it's part of the history what this? mind this you these are the same you? it you know why it surprises me because these are the same people that raised their fist and made noise 4 years ago when Bomani Jones went on ESPN and wore a shirt that said Which the was Caucasians," one
3: of the greatest shirts of all time, by
1: the, the way. great that shirt was incredible. A shirt yes. named the Caucasians, and it was branded after what the uh, since Cleveland, it, uh Indians. Cle- yeah, Cleveland Indians, yeah, yeah. And it was just a white dude with blonde hair and blue eyes, and it he had a headband amazing. on, and in the headband was some dollar bills, it and it looked awesome. just like the Cleveland Indians shirt, only with this white dude. He barely made it the full segment. ESPN management went to commercial, called him, went to commercial, and by the time he came back, they asked him to zip his coat up and not show that shirt again. Yes. But meanwhile, for over, since what's the inception of the Washington Redskins, uh, the late, the early 50s, you've got this name that's been running around and people are just cool with it. Could you imagine if there was a fucking team called the Jigaboos, how people would feel? The kikes, you know the type of nonsense, you know the type of madness, the type of backlash you would get, but somehow because I guess there's Native Americans, you don't see very many of them, you don't hear
2: from them. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lack of sympathy because of distance
1: i think i think that's perfectly i think there's, that's. There, i i
2: hate to use this term but there's a social distance you know what i'm saying with, 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 with mainstream america and, and the native american populace sure you know what i'm saying and so they, it's hard to, to to muster up a sympathy for them you know what i'm saying but i mean i'm I not, not saying that i don't i'm saying that i don't but
3: i see where i see where that comes from because of the ills of white supremacy Because of the way white people have done indigenous people, Native Americans in this country, essentially, not essentially, but killing them, robbing them, raping them, stealing their land, and then isolating them to obscure Mm. corners of isolated, shitty ass Mm. states. Mm -hmm. You don't see Native Americans in their full glory. As if you went to an actual Native American Indigenous Peoples Reservation, which I've had on a number of times. And to experience their rich culture is literally an eye-opening fucking experience that really will revolutionize the way you view family, culture, religion. It Mm. will change so many different things for you. But I, I think the one key component is, and when we talk about how Bomani Jones and the white shirt and the Caucasians. The difference is the white folks had the power in order to be able to make Bomani change that. And I dig it. The outrage was swift, but white folks who were in power were able to make that call and because indigenous native american people have been robbed of their power in that way it's just it's so incredibly sad that their voice is not the ones who are leading this charge that's about this you got, know one of the thing? that,
2: that indifference is exactly how much power they had you know yes that complete indifference yep. is exactly how much perceived power they had and it's, it's sad. It's the it's yeah, most, yeah. It's most evil, tragic
1: sure. things and mm-hmm. we we as a people should be ashamed. We sure. should. We should be ashamed. You, one of the things that gets me the most aggravated when you hear people have this conversation and one of our good friends actually, L, said something. He's in support of them keeping the name if they want to keep the name. Okay? And I asked him, I said, so what, what you're telling me is that, okay, let me back up. I apologize. He said the fact that it seems as though there is a uh, a segment of the population of Native American people that say that they're fine with the name is the reason why he's cool with the name being the way it is. True. How many black people do we know that are fine with the N-word? We, we know a few that they'll allow other white people to say this in Agreed. their presence and they have no problem for, with it, for, for example. So if we're going by that logic, then okay, then the next person should come up and, like I said, make a make a team that's called the 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 Detroit Gigaboos or something. He's leaning. And see how that he, flies.
3: Faulty data, according to what we learned tonight, the data that he's using to completely back faulty is logic is shitty data. Complete, even faulty. if the, the problem is even when we introduce accurate data to someone, accurate data does not often give people the 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 motivation to change their logic or change their opinion unfortunately cognitive dissonance is such an addictive thing for so many people because they like to have a side to stand on and very few people man want to be in a position where they get new information and they're willing to change that's very true and that's just problematic in in fairness though i will say there are two points
1: That in 2016, the Washington Post also did a study. Now, there have been rumblings about that study also being questionable, but nowhere to the extent of the study that Snyder and his crew did back in 2013, 2014, when all of it started bubbling up. So just in point of fairness to put that out there.
3: Uh, But Just to to clean this up, everyone on this panel is fuck Daniel Snyder and the name should be changed. Correct, one hundred percent. There's no argument there. Absolutely. There's no argument there. Absolutely. Thank you,
1: Josephine. We appreciate your Let's writing, good, Josephine. Appreciate, appreciate you. And I didn't no. destroy your Thank name. Thank you, Look sister. That. Not tonight. I didn't,
3: I, I didn't do. I didn't call you Josie. <laughs> I didn't call you oh, Joey. <laughs> 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 I just. <laughs> uh,
1: we're, we're sorry, man. We're sorry. We're sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Josephine. <laughs> and to show our appreciation, we're going to send you an In the Black Podcast t-shirt. And if you want to get your emails and comments shared on we're the show, you've and
3: t-shirt. <laughs> Shut, Shut
1: up. Let me, God, let me finish. And if you want to share your, get your comments and emails shared on the show, you can message us on our Facebook page or on, uh, you can send us an email to intheblackpodcast at gmail.com.
3: Uh, L, let's go ahead and get you started then. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm sorry, JoJo Harper. <laughs> Listen, I keep man. telling you, you're the worst, man. That's you are it, the man. worst. Oh, my God. I'm consistent.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, hey, man, while we're talking about crazy-ass white folks, let's talk about mm-hmm. another one. Uh <laughs> Bill Simmons. Rich, crazy ass <laughs> white. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Rich, crazy ass <laughs> white males. Oh my God. Uh, let's, let's talk about them motherfuckers because they're out of control here lately. <laughs> I'm fully uh, out control. The ringer founder, Bill Simmons, uh, <laughs> received a bunch of backlash here a couple weeks uh, for a lack of newsroom diversity. Uh, if anybody's not really familiar with Bill Simmons, Bill Simmons started out. Uh, I think he's from Boston. Started out, you know, doing Boston sports media. Rose up from that sports media. Ended up being a talking head on ESPN for a while. Uh, He was really popular at one point in time during the NBA finals consistently. But he kept getting himself in trouble for opening his mouth and saying stupid shit. He was their golden boy for a bit. For a minute. But every now and then, the funny thing is ESPN always has one white golden boy until they fuck up and then they're gone this is true uh they're consistent uh so he ended up leaving and getting fired from uh ESPN where he had Grantland which they gave him the opportunity Grantland was his own separate media platform underneath the mm-hmm. ESPN umbrella Grantland was pretty dope Grantland was it's like vice or, for sports it, it was, was kind vice of, for it was sports it was it was, it was yeah. gritty it was real dope yeah. uh, but then he fucked that up and ended up going over and starting the ringer network. Now the ringer network is a large network with a number of different podcasts ranging from uh soccer to golf, college sports, NBA, NFL to even right now, now ranging about 30 plus podcasts, 30 plus going in even to movies. Uh, one of his dopest podcasts is the rewatchables where they yeah. do an old movie and they sit back and talk about it. Well, anyway, They were having a conversation, him and Ryan Russillo and one of the hosts on the podcast uh, over there. And they were talking about the riots spawned by the murder of George Floyd. And Bill Simmons made some stupid ass comments.
1: Was it really his comments per se or was it Russillo egging him into making the comment? Because Russillo, go ahead.
3: that's, that's That's the part right there. Uh, That was really, really fascinating watching them have this conversation. Uh, And it was just so unbelievable that he had the audacity to make the comments and then to back the comments up later on with another email out to people trying to clean up his mess. Uh, What he said was, uh, what the hell did he say? He said, uh, when he was speaking of the looters, he said they were all breaking into sneaker shops, okay, (laughs) lining up black folks to essentially saying that we were only breaking into businesses where we can ultimately get some sort of a game. And literally downplaying the intensity of the actual riots and rebellion that was taking place. But here's the part that, oh, that I, I get frustrated with, man. Uh, and we'll talk about the stats and the data of who he has on his actual podcast and leaders and all this type of stuff. But I'm starting to get a little frustrated with how we are trying to, how we're trying to force white corporations to hire black faces. Mm-hmm. mm, mm. mm. And I really, I, I know we need equity, is what I believe. I'm not sure if that is the way to go to get it. No,
1: you mean no, forcing? I don't think, don't think that forcing them into white spaces is the way to get. Yeah. It is the equity? way to get that? No, equity.
2: no. This this is the this is the wrong end of the equation to attack. See, all of our talent has been invisible. There's a barrier to them. We have to attack that first. We have to expose the talent they're trying to ignore. They're there, but they simply choose to ignore that because they see them as competition, see us as competition. There's too much of us in the room.
3: Because he referred to us when he referred to uh, Rosillo asked him a question about the diversity in the company, he actually applauded Bill Simmons for having a diverse staff but of course when we get to the data we'll see that was a fucking lie uh but then bill simmons goes and tries to make a joke out of the situation and says you know what is this open mic night Mm. now again arrogance He was, and then the funny thing is about, about whiteness and white privilege and white supremacy, that white people are afforded this benefit of the doubt when they say shit. They're immediately offered this opportunity to backtrack and to clean it up and to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't mean it quite that way. And that's a benefit of the doubt that is only attributed to whiteness. And it's a really, really, I think we overlook that often, and every time somebody white does something, there's this level of immediate benefit of the doubt that is given out. But the diversity issue—how do we how do we navigate that? First off, let me let me just let's talk about your thoughts on Bill Simmons and what he said about the open mic night. What do you guys think about that? Uh,
1: Bill Simmons is, I believe, a Boston native. Um, we yes. know the hist- We know the history that Boston has had. Uh, we know the history that they still have. And it is not surprising because like you said, it's not the first time. So I've never considered Bill Simmons to be someone that was worth my, my time and effort. Uh, so him having these comments come up just essentially reinforced the thought that I already had that he was already. Sure. Okay. Um, I am not surprised by this. I believe that Bill Simmons has podcasts that he has put his children on, friends of friends of friends on- His 11 year old donor. And somehow, some way he cannot find competent, according to him, apparently, because it's open mic night, he can't find competent black writers, show producers, those sorts of things to manage manage these podcasts. (laughs) Uh, So knowing his history, hearing the comments, completely seems like it's par for the course, at least yes. for me. For me yeah, it was true. Sure. Yeah, it was par for the course. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, uh Phil? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah,
2: he, he just uh he, he couldn't help but give into his true nature at that point and being wrapped up in his corporate shroud, you know, he felt very comfortable saying that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you know he's the check writer. Yeah. I don't you y'all what y'all think you don't write my check, I write yours. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know. But at the same time,
3: you still be holding to the advertisers. And Do you know what's fascinating? Yeah. What's that? This motherfucker just signed a huge deal with Spotify. With Spotify, and here's here's the key part that I want to bring in. See, Spotify was one of the first companies, one of the first companies to put on some sort of Black Lives Matter symbolism. One of the first motherfuckers to put and, something out in regards to supporting Black Lives Matter. And, they blacked out their album covers. They did all and, that. And, and,
2: and, not to, and not to downplay that on another Elf in the Room, Spotify also has one of the largest podcasts led by, led by Black men, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the world. You know, whether we like him or not, you know. Um, So, yeah, you're right. I mean, Spotify is putting themselves in a a really strange position by cutting this deal, you know, by apparently letting corporate interests supersede,
1: uh, you know, their supposed social message. They've also been very silent about Bill Simmons comments, which has also been the biggest sticking point for me. Nobody is talking about it bro. no thank you nobody, nobody is saying nobody anything talking when too much about money, on the, table. Too much when money on the table not not even with bill simmons let's even exclude bill simmons and his relationship with spotify or the podcast for a split second all right he's already forged over 25 30 years worth of relationships with black beat writers with black sports casters all of these people and these comments came out, and not one of them has gone on the record saying anything. I was literally only waiting one.
3: with bated breath. Mister Mister Howard Bryant was the only one.
1: Who, was was the thank you was the yes. only person that said something. Michael Wilbon, Stephen A. Smith, none uh, the name, of them, bro. none of them said anything. And I was literally waiting with bated breath, hoping that they were going to attack this. Because, mind you, for the past however many weeks since George Floyd's murder. They've been on a tear on these sports net on these sports channels talking about issues like this, talking about white supremacy and the effects of white supremacy and all of these things. And then all of a sudden, Bill Simmons' names get brought
3: gets brought up, and you don't hear a word. You don't hear nothing, bro. I was flabbergasted. My I was blown. I thought it was going to be the one of the hottest stories. I thought it was going to be huge, based off of his history. Based off of his remarks, based off of his follow-up cleanup attempt, and based off his following, based off his following, hmm. and then the sad part about it is when you begin to read stories about it, the black folks who do have an issue with it had to do in and whispering and complain underneath anonymity because of the backlash they would receive if they actually acknowledged and said who they were. That's how powerful this white dude is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Jump into some of the numbers for us as we're talking about that. Because we're talking about how
3: diverse... 86% of speakers on the Ringer podcast network are white. Hmm. They have zero black editors, and no full-time black writers, particularly on NBA and NFL beats, two overwhelmingly predominantly black sports. Zero black editors, 86% speakers, no full-time black writers, none. And this is what he said when he was called on the carpet about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diversity is an issue. We're working on that. We're trying to take care of that. The percentage of employees at the ringer is 65% white and 10% black. The company is working, quote unquote, to improve this number.
2: I guarantee you half those sports writers don't have degrees. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you more than half of them do not have degrees. Right. But yeah, but but yeah, but but watch the, fir- the first, the first, black writer they get on there, what they're gonna brag about? Oh, he has two PhDs, and he's you know outstripping everyone on the network.
3: He just sold his deal. He just watch. sold the ringer to Spotify for two hundred plus million dollars.
2: They, they they're gonna have to think twice about that. They're gonna have to think twice, or else, or else, you know, the the, the black
3: man on their network is gonna start going off if he's not already. Well, guess what? If you ain't got no black, man, I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, if they
2: got a lot of black
1: podcasts on I don't see Spotify there. saying anything anytime soon, man. They still making They just ad cut the revenue. check. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're making ad <laughs> revenue. They're not going to mess that up. Bro, it's 30
3: podcasts that he's taking over to Spotify. The ink still hasn't even dried on the joint yet. And so Spotify is trying man. to move into that podcast king Yo, they seat. Might, they, they might make certain podcasts leave, and that's going to cause a coup man listen that would be a beautiful that'd be a beautiful thing
2: if, if if a certain you know certain podcast up and leaves that will cause a coup i don't I know man they just you know they I'm just saying. signed all that
1: money they just got joe, joe to rogan jump on board and they they cut a big check uh, for him another
3: problematic ass rich white, white, white dude, dude. Yeah,
1: no, you're right you're right about that you're right about that
3: i mean who's next Bill gibson Shit. Run Woody
1: Allen and on, and, and on that Woody, note a, a Woody Allen podcast <laughs> shut up good lord <laughs> and on that note we're going to take a we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk about how Netflix is trying to drop money in the bank and black Bank specifically so stick around we'll be right back
0: Hey, this is
3: Carrie Connolly. I'm a life coach and the author of Good White Racist, and I am hanging out with the incredible In the Black podcast with Big O, Crush, and Elle. So
0: stay locked in, informed, intelligent, in the black.
1: All right, and welcome back. Thanks for sticking around in the previous segment, we talked about whether or not the money is going to make Daniel Snyder change the Washington Redskins name. And we also talked about that. Talked about Bill Simmons. I was going to say something else,
3: but
1: Elgin is the resident bad guy. I'm going to let him continue to do bad guy (laughs) shit. Yeah. Fuck Bill Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) But right now what we're going to talk about is how Netflix is trying to put their money where their mouth is when it comes to investing in black. Uh, Phil, go ahead and kick it off, man. Yeah, I saw a rather interesting article in Yahoo Finance
2: uh, saying that Netflix Incorporated will shift as much as $100 million to lenders that serve the black community, making the largest company to pledge to historically under, underfunded financial institutions. Um, they'll start by shifting $25 million into the Black Economic Devel- Development Initiative, a new fund that will invest in black owned financial institutions serving low uh, income communities. Um, now, I did see this. I saw this pretty much as, you know, ongoing trend with corporate America. Um, I guess Netflix, you know, is in a particular position because they're building a reputation for um, allowing more diverse content. Um, Africa, from you know all over the all over the London. globe. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I have friends of directors like yo, my man got. I'm like, what? Calling you know, from Ghana, from Guyana, from Trinidad. I mean, all over getting getting deals on Netflix, and, and uh, so I, I thought that way, You know, I thought yeah, I, I guess part of course they would want to you know do something to, uh, you know, to, to symbolize their the extent of their support. Um, but what, I mean, what do you guys think of this move? I mean, th- especially this particular move that is definitely have a, a, a specifically economic bent. I mean, they're targeting black banks. I mean, what do you think of this particular effort? I mean, I don't know what to think, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm reserving judgment. Hmm. Go ahead, Al.
3: There's 21 black banks in America. 21. 21 black banks in America. Now listen, one of my chief issues with all of this giving that these white corporations have done is for one, I have not been able to wrap my mind around where the actual dollars are going to land and what is going to be done based off of that money. That hasn't never, it hasn't been clear with anyone what a specific plan, and for me, I want a specific plan from these folks before I begin to give them any sort of acknowledgement for doing the right thing. Because I think far too often what they have done has been very symbolic gesture such as this now again black banks are something that black folks need but i i don't know long term because of the amount of money that the black collective has in america in general in general we're not very wealthy we're actually rather broke I don't know how much this stuff does. Does this guarantee that these black banks are going to be able to give us loans? Does this pre- what, does it, what does it prevent us from having? What does it give us? And I ask these questions not because I'm against white corporations giving up the bank, because no. you know me, I've been, hey, I mean, from I mean, the I mean, beginning, I mean, open right, the vault.
2: I mean, you're right. The article itself, I mean, they're mentioning a lot of these institutions and even the representatives of the institutions are in the article, but they're not mentioning next steps at all. And I'm not hearing anything about that's next steps. I'm just hearing about oh, we're capital-starved for our, you know, for the needs of our community. What needs? Now, what are you going to do? That,
3: take that power that you have on down to Washington D.C. and use your power influence to push for reparations for Black folks. Yeah. I'm Come not on. going to. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to negate that. And I
1: think that that's actual. I think if we're going to talk about the efforts necessary mm-hmm. to stimulate push forward racial change or racial justice change that it has to be multi-pronged okay so it does have to be efforts of monies being put into the right places it also has to be the voices of these corporations and companies saying the things that they need to say to make sure that folks know that they mean what they're saying okay and i but But them why are they saying it though and i i it could be. It could be. It could be a, could be a host of reasons. Yeah. It could be okay. I, I, the fact that no, they. It, it could be the their bottom image. line.
2: It's part of their image.
1: Well, it, it is part of it, and that's part of it. It's part of the image, so they need to uphold their image in some aspects. Also, there are some people in some of these corporations. There are black people in upper management. Maybe their place at the table has forced them to make some of these changes. How much power these individuals have is a totally different conversation that we'll have at a different time. But for mm-hmm. me. I'm actually kind of. Some of
2: you will come later.
1: Of course, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of happy about this.
3: This doesn't. Affect I'm happy Netflix and chill, bro. This is no. Netflix, <laughs> you're, you're still Netflix if you're listening,
2: dog. <laughs> <No. laughs> but I mean, I'm dollars well, 99 <laughs> but, <laughs> Bring that shit <laughs> right back. But, 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 but L, you bring up a good point though. What will a stronger black financial institution
1: do? for somewhere like in Philadelphia. I mean- I think think that's part of it though, because if you're talking about some of these institutions, these smaller black banks that are capital starved, when you get an influx of cash, it allows you to lend that cash out for small business loans, for home loans. And then you make the money back what? On the interest. So it does build them to be able to supply and give money back to black people within these communities that are needing it, that know if they're going to a PWI, that they're not going to get those monies. This is quite different from situations like... very the NFL different. that says Very they're going different. to throw money into NAACP. Very different. Very different. and you're like okay
3: you're throwing money into NWCp going to go the money right. is going to go to operational costs for the majority. I don't know what the fuck the MLS is doing but yeah you're absolutely <laughs> right this is specific. you're absolutely right it's, so, I, I agree it's specific
1: right, right. yeah so I am enough no no I'm saying it's not specific enough not because what they're doing isn't isn't valid or isn't valued. Okay? Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's not enough because banking is just one part of it. There are yeah. so many other institutional avenues of oppression to black people in this country that they need to stick their hand in. Now, should we be expecting them to stick their hand in it? I mean, some people might say, we well, should be happy just
3: no, give well, money to banks. Well, we we there, are there, expecting
2: Well, them. there's an example of one institution that needs to turn around and, uh, and do their part um, for one of the uh, most sorely Needed, uh, uh, sorely needed aspects of our of our lives here, and that's education. And I've been hearing rumors about uh, of a a very massive class action lawsuit against McGraw Hill for um, for falsifying falsifying information.
3: Information for years. For decades, mm-hmm. for omission, for,
2: for omission. Expound
1: on that, expound on that. Oh, I, I, this, I mean, this, we're going kind of off track, but I want to hear yeah, more I mean, about, about I don't want
2: to go about this thing as an example that you know that's one institution that needs to turn around and say, okay, let me pour this money back into education to write the wrongs to to level the playing field for these for these for these children of color, for technology and for teachers and for for the buildings themselves, you know what I'm saying? For mm. for gyms, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, yeah, I mean for, for 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 special needs children, for all those things. I mean, they, they have like, the,
3: the way? Is capitalism a way for us to end white supremacy?
1: We have to corrupt it.
3: I think, I, it's I, the most,
1: I think it's the most obvious way, though, because- what do you the mean, Hold instit- on, what do you mean most obvious way? Most obvious in terms of have to it. capitalism, meaning, oh, this, is how, this is my interpretation, okay? okay? No, it's a fair conversation. Go ahead, I'm interested. Getting capital, getting monies into the hands of those people that have been historically denied those same monies. Because money in this country is what? Power. Equaling the field by giving them money to leverage their own power.
3: But are these, companies, are these companies, these white companies who hold that power, who are giving us this money, giving us in that money equity? Are they bringing, it to a, bringing us to a place where we are going to be on equal footing with them? Or are they giving us a large enough pile of crumbs to sedate us to not push for a bigger piece of the pie? And I I try not to be Listen, I I am the residential pessimist Not trusting these motherfuckers I am that dude But I think we have been sedated Too often And I think they've done a masterful job And it's hard to distinguish Who are these people who are actually authentic Or who are actually doing and exercising their whiteness We don't know We don't even have a vetting process On how to determine Which of these corporations is actually for us Or are they just trying to shut us up. I don't know, man. And I struggle with that because, and I'm silent on it often, unless I'm on this platform, because I don't want to be the dude who constantly comes through and say, yo, you know, we can't trust them. You know, they always on that bullshit. You know, at some point in time, they're going to pull a rug from underneath us because they've never done this before. I know we want to say times are different and I agree times are different, but never in the history of this world have the people who have had the most power given up some of their power to the, pre- the people that they built their power on to make you know, that people equal with them. I just That power's I, I, never but see, been
1: given freely, but you, freely but you, too.
2: But see, that level, <sighs> I, I, I would like to think that that level of self-awareness will allow some of us to be just that fucking clever to flip that shit on Lord knows. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I, I'd like to think I, that some, there's some of us out there that, that can see that game for what it is and can just... <clears throat> Just flip, just twist that shit. we <laughs> you seen a white <laughs> on some, on some, out. on some. I mean, on some flip. oceans, on some oceans, eleven shit. I mean, yo, flip, their just flip that shit. Just they, nobody, flip I like. Any they're any like, news. oh yeah, we'll take the money, we'll yeah. take the money. We see the strings attached, but guess That's what? what? I want to see. We, guess what? We, but guess what? Snip.
3: Yeah, I want to you know? see them flip them boards. Flip yeah. them boards. Yeah. Put yeah. some black. I, I'd folks like on to them think boards.
2: that there's, we're getting smart enough
1: so, to play the shell game they they play all the time i hope so oh, okay so i think what we need to start asking then and maybe this is the question we should start asking individually going forward what is the baseline of ally versus accomplice that we're looking for our homie kim kim she said she said it the la- on the last show we're not really looking for allies anymore we're looking for accomplices people that are going to be road dogs that are going to wind up in that court seat beside you when the when the, when the story comes down right so I, for me, I look at institutions or companies like Ben and Jerry's that have had a history of being like, fuck the system and have always been giving money to these causes for years, for decades actually, yeah. versus somebody yeah. like Netflix. Day, day one. And I'm not saying that the, the no, no, money no, that they're you. giving because it's not just the first money first that they give. The I think the CEO is also giving 120 million of his own yeah, money right. to education, to um, the United Negro College yes, Fund or something yeah. like that as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's small change. But in the the grander scope of things, they are the Johnny-come-latelys. I I, also think, though, we need to take a look at what this means in terms of our influence. And this is what I mean by that. Netflix has been having, at least for the past three years, these roundtable sessions that they do quarterly where they try to build up their diversity. And they've been sitting down with other Black people and getting uh, an understanding of How things work right what needs to be done what can be done and so on and it's through these roundtable sessions that the ceo ultimately was like shit we really aren't doing enough which spawned him to push netflix to give the money that he's giving to these black banks which spawned him also to be able to give the 120 million that he's giving to the united negro college fund so let's not shortchange yeah, some no, of the influences want, and the instances sort of sitting of change, at but, the table what but, that means
2: but you know what though i get i get i guess the i guess the the real test you know at the end of the day and um i hope i hope el can agree um is uh, time that's all we got bro um you know i mean let's see if people are still coughing up dough um next april Next no, June, no, next no, Juneteenth. No. Let's see if people are still coughing up millions next Juneteenth. I know
3: I'm logging on social media Listen, for the next couple of days. So I know that you shit. know what I'm saying? I, I next know, year. I know, this,
1: I know that this bolds Let's back to the, previous, to the previous segment, right? But breaking news, Nike removes Redskins merchandise. Nike what? website appears to have attire for all NFL teams except Washington after FedEx asked the team's name to be changed. So it looks like the dominoes are falling.
2: Wait FedEx, wait,
1: FedEx, wait, FedEx are the ones on, the, their, their name is on the stadium. Their name is on it. So that's part of the money oh, that they're is, <laughs> the, this, the Washington is getting right now. And they said, nah, we're, I don't know how comfortable we are with it. So, like I said, it looks like the dominoes are falling, but we'll see how far right. it is. I guess this is the, the influence that we're talking about. We'll see how far but, it goes. But,
2: you know, they can't be the only name. Like El said, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of them that got to have round tables of their own.
3: Listen, I white mean, folks is the only one that can make other white folks stop doing white folks. Feel should. uncomfortable? You write about that. Mm, write do what that. they need to do.
1: Anyway. All right, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. So, uh, Crush, what's up, man? Man, um, I don't got much to say except that uh,
2: I just want to send a shout out to my uh, to my old family, uh, the amphibians. My man uh, Joe is back in town. Uh, to take care of himself uh, right now and, uh, in New York City. And a lot of my brothers, I've been uh, con- kind of convening with them for the past few months. We're doing some great things. Uh, we made some great music back in the day. And we're looking forward to, uh, you know, opening the vaults and, uh, you know, showing the love that we have for each other to the world. I know you got another mixtape coming in like a week, so... Yeah. Um.
1: Well, now that I got another uh, my 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 man back. Phil over here dropping mixtapes the way Lil um, Wayne was dropping mixtapes in the early yo, 2000s, like every couple yo, of, <laughs> every yo, couple of weeks me, he dropping a mixtape.
2: Yo, me and my guys, man, we're 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 kind of tired of rappers, so we're just letting all these beats out. Man. <laughs> I ain't no doubt, no doubt. We're, sick, we're sick of rappers, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> L, what's up, man?
3: Uh, man, I'm still my self care tip, man. Uh, Listen to you. Just encouraging folks, man, to drink as much water as you possibly can, man. Log off from social media when you can. Keep your meditation, your prayer life strong and grab a good book to read and stay away from ingesting so much of the bullshit on social media, man. That's just not good for you.
1: Uh Yeah, no bullshit.
3: Uh, What's up for me, man? I was actually battling whether or not I wanted to talk
1: about the shenanigans that uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith got herself into in (laughs) in this week. But what I'm gonna actually talk about, uh, I heard another freestyle that um, the man Black Thought, the legend, the Pharaoh, the God Black Thought did the other day. And I had to throw it up on social media, man. And I got some feedback, it was ridiculous. I said that Black Thought has to be the one and only true goat. Like, no bullshit. Look, the, I don't know, I like can't unspeed. think of any I lyricist that agree. is better than this dude and people were like uh, I don't know if I'd put him at number 1 I'm like you know how many dudes I, you I know do exactly right now why. is better than I them? know exactly
2: why they say that I know exactly why? why some and especially us have a thing about being exceptional for so long and yet being so humble and yeah. not and, not, and mm. not taking you know what I'm saying like for some people black thought is too good for some people, black and he, doesn't, he sp- doesn't
1: brag enough on himself too. Oh man. no,
2: you know, no, no he's, he's not even that. He's just too good. He's he's so good that he intimidates them. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, like, like like psychologically and shit. You know what I'm saying? They can't, it's, they can't they can't, hard, they, can't they can't take that it's level hard. of talent in their face because yeah. they can't relate
1: to that shit.
3: Yeah, I think you he is man? definitely in the Top five that are alive, conversation hands down. But you have a bias
2: though, too. Hands down,
3: right, right, up, there with, only, right up
1: there
2: with red and KRS. My, yeah,
3: my yeah. goat, right is up there, Royce the five nine. Really, yes,
1: huh? My goat's red. Why, why, do, why do you put Royce over M?
3: Because M, and I only say that First because- First off, I think arc- trash. No, no, no. no Let's start there. Well, that's, that's okay, that, fair enough. No, no, I'm sorry. I won't do, disrespect him like that. I just think that Royce, his evolution of an MC and his maturity as a man- Definitely. Over the years consistently mm-hmm. improved with everything mm-hmm. he's dropped. And dude has the dropped- The was excellent. Arguably three excellent. consecutive gems. Yeah. He, okay, he produced the last one mean, himself but and that's the only reason. Himself. I just I mean he's my favorite MC. So I have a hard the, the time only, the distinguishing. Only reason why I, the only reason why
0: I don't ghost. want to
1: go too far off. The only reason why I was saying M is because many people make the argument that Royce created M and M has since surpassed Royce. That's Real the
3: problem argument that is. don't have that argument. I'm just I'm just telling you the argument that any anyway. crush is that an argument, sir. Um
2: that I'm just telling that Royce, that, that Royce, Royce created, created M um I highly doubt that, but no. I people, know. I, I know. M were, says I, he's the I, reason why he's
1: he is who he is.
2: Well, today. well, no. Well, I know. Roy, no, Royce got him out of his funk. Yeah, Royce yeah, got him exactly. out of his depression. Like, but yeah. but M was nice to to Royce and to the to the scene. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But the dude was about to give up, and Royce came through and was like. And get, put the gas in his tank, tank, that's all. You put the right gas in his tank the right time. You
1: sound like Lord Jamar right
3: now. No, I, just, I don't know I if you want to have that type I mean, of company. I mean, I just, you know, I, I mean, I fuck
2: with them, and them on two albums. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with Eminem on two albums. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> but my goat, my goat for me, Redman,
1: hands down. Fair. My goat is Nasir, man. Nas is the dude for me.
3: I'm sorry. I just thought it was Black Thought. What happened? No, he. I, it's he it's one A, a Go- one Go- B. Go- it's Go- one Go- A1B. A one B. Goat he's, okay. he's an he's alien. Goat is what I like. <laughs> <laughs> a goat. It's, it's a man. I, I, I agree. One amongst many goats.
1: Yeah. No bullshit. One crush. Where can people find you if they want to find you, man? Oh, holla at me on Instagram at
2: the orange crush with the K or SP methods.
3: No doubt. L. Where can oh, people find oh, you if they want to find you? Man. man? Only on Instagram. Don't fuck with me on Facebook. Only. You on don't Instagram. do that on Twitter no more. You nah, Twitter? bro. Listen, I'm laying low, man. They come yeah, on TikTok, me in man. Days, you know police be watching the
1: Twitter lines. <laughs> you know, listen, man, the listen, man. The that's what it is. is, is, is.
3: Out, they the watching the Twitter lines. He's warrants <laughs>
1: out. <laughs> listen, <laughs> My man got warrants so out. You
3: sure? Man, gotta lay low. got all lay low. Uh, This is an undisclosed location, bro. I don't don't know why you showing your face now. I know. I got a nice VPN, so I mean, you know, they can't (laughs) find me. They can't track me down, bro. I'm hot out here. But at LG Instagram, man, holler at me.
1: (laughs) No doubt. And I'm big. Oh, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mr. Underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us on another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast remember we want to hear from you help us continue these conversations by reaching us at in the black pdcst on facebook twitter and on instagram and as always informed intelligent in, in the black. black peace peace this is this is the in the black
2: podcast
0: in the black bro and it's now one of the best podcasts I ever heard though. I do like y'all. What? 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 what up? Brethren, I'm black. i Listen. In the black podcast, And y'all lad. It's all facts. You don't like that. Then fall back. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast. If you ain't raw, then oh, y'all whack. Informed intelligent elements. Always so relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest of them are excrement. In the black podcast. Cast The truth, like the testament. Don't know, black up Hebrew, man, a specialist. Know so what the podcast Broadcast you best mess with this. Like, said they might cheat, who oh, no not do it so effortless. I listen, they I learn, when they listen, they might benefit. Reporting current events. Everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite a scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not fused without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts. Bringing them to your residence. In your house, in your tenement. Listen to intelligence. Body filled with men and power. That's so ascendent. Bright in the stars. Bringing some light back to the desolate. Yeah. In the black podcast, That your land, is all facts. You don't like that. In the black podcast, Who watch black up here? In the black podcast of <laughs> all lad, it's all facts. You don't <laughs> like that to <laughs> fall back. back. In the them black podcasts, we all lost. They were like them kind, None of, not them black <laughs> the <contracts>. hard <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Like that, though. What you DJ? <laughs> this
2: boy, <laughs>